Welcome back to the Wizards of Ecom podcast. My name is Carlos, and I'm going to be your host for the show. This is episode number 356, and I'm recording it on January 4th, 2024. I hope everybody has having a strong year in 2024. In today's episode, I wanted to, uh, I feel like there was a lot that I still wanted to cover regarding goals, and by now, you're probably, you know, tuning out anytime you hear goals or Happy New Year, but I wanted to put a little twist on this, and and really, I was inspired by this um, reading a few different books uh, b- before recording the last episode. But th- this is going to be about, I-, I thought I'd come up with like 20. I wound up coming up with like 50. But here, I want to share some of like what I think is going to be like the top 10 ways that would guarantee that you would fail on Amazon this year. And I think if you I think if you follow the advice that I'm about to give you on these 10 or, or just try to do the opposite <laughs> of uh, of some of these that you will um you'll have a much better time of it in amazon so number my my, my first one i want to cover here is is not having a crystal clear goal so it should be obvious but you know if the whole saying if you're not working on your goals you're working on somebody else's so i think that's one of the truest statements i've ever been told and any anytime you doubt it just stop what you're doing when you realize you are not doing something that is actually working on your goals and to say, well, if it's not working towards my goals, whose goals am I working towards? So one of the important reasons to even have goals to begin with is just to be able to set a benchmark so we can make decisions against it. And, and by doing so, it'll allow us to just completely smash our goals. So as I mentioned in the last episode, setting a goal that in, you know, one, two or three years, you want to be, you know, at X it's going to allow you to work that problem backward and be like, okay, well, if I want to be here in three years or I want to be making X in three years, then I need to be, you know, in two years here and, you know, one year here and six months here and three months here to see that you are on track to hitting your goal. And, and those, those micro steps along the way to know that you're on track, those are called rocks. And if you don't have a goal though, then you don't have a way to create rocks. Uh, what, what, one example here is, and, and I was really, there's this book that I love by, by Derek Sivers called Hell Yeah or No. And what, what it comes down, I'll just use an example like we all deal with a lot. And, and I fall on both sides of this. Like I, sometimes I say yes when I shouldn't, and I know it's not a hell yeah, but I, I'm really trying to always run things through what Derek, Derek Sivers called the hell yeah or no. So if somebody comes up to you and says, Hey, you want to go to this conference? You want to go to this trade show? Just, just ask yourself, will going get you closer to your goal? If it's a, if it's a hell yeah, then do it. But a lot of the times what happens is we're like, Oh, you know, I, I think I can get value from this and it, you know, it might help down the line and you know, well, at least there'll be networking and they'll be fun. So it's not a hell yeah, which means it should be no. But if you've never said, if you don't have crystal clear goals to begin with, then, then you really have nothing to benchmark them against. And this makes this exercise extraordinarily pop, uh, extraordinarily difficult. So the, the book I referenced was, uh, and that I absolutely love and recommend reading is by Derek Sivers and it's called hell yeah or no. I recommend it, especially if you're serious about goal setting. Um, second one I, I want to share is um, making your goals gross sales focused. Uh, there was a time, I don't know if it was like nine or 10 years ago, I've been selling for six or seven years at that point and, and podcasts really started popping up and the AMPM podcast 
was like the, the top one at the time. Uh, it's still an absolutely amazing podcast over there with Kevin King. But at that point, it was uh, Many Codes, AMPM. And, and I had never been a guest on a podcast. This podcast didn't exist. I had just been sitting there and didn't have the stones to do a podcast, but wanting to do one for a long time. And I respond to this post in a Facebook group um, answering something. And next thing you know, Manny Coates himself, he's reaching out to me and he's like, oh my God, uh, can we get on a call? And I'm like, I mean, this is, this is Manny, he's famous. So I'm like, yeah, let's get on a call. So we got on a call and he's like, would you come on the podcast? So this is like, wow, terrified, but dream come true. And we get on the show and randomly in the show, and this is not a bad reflection at all of Manny. I think he's amazing and I appreciate the opportunity, but he asks, you know, we, we, I had mentioned that I had exited this, this, this one business and he said, what did, what did you exit it for? And um, how many figures did you exit it for? And like at that moment, I've, it's become a common thing. So like if you've, re, if you started selling in the last like five years, this is not odd to you at all. This is what everyone asks at every conference you go to. And it's like, what are your gross sales? That for me is a very personal question. And it, it was, it really took me aback. And I remember I even gave the wrong answer. I was like, oh, six figures. I had never even answered something in my life with figures. If someone had said, how much did you made? You just, you said it. And that usually referred to your tax return. But I was just like six figures. It was seven figures, but I didn't even know the difference afterwards. It was like, I listened to it like six or seven times before I was like, wait a minute, what is six figures? Anyhow, making your goals gross sale focused. I started assigning like a goal for the next few years after that podcast. And it was very gross sales focused. It was like hit eight figures. And then it was like, hit 50, hit 80, hit nine figures. And I'm going to, I'm going to say a few things here about that. First of all, it was, it was the worst times in my Amazon selling career. Like I I did hit those goals, but my quality of life just sucked. And not, not to sound like, (laughs) I hate to sound like I'm like bashing that, you know, our business did great, but, but it was, it, it was absolutely it just sucked all the joy out of it. And and up until that point, it was to make money and have fun doing it. And that other half of the equation completely disappeared once my goals became gross sales focused. Not to mention revenues are vanity and profits are sanity. So like keep that in mind as well. That's another truism there. Um, focus on your profits. Focus on bringing a very high quality product to market, giving exemplary customer service and making iterations to the product based on the feedback that you're getting or based on any innovative, innovative ideas that you have. And that's actually how you grow your profits. So I, I don't, it doesn't even have to be like a profit goal or revenue goal, but definitely don't set a revenue goal. It'll just throw you off the game. It'll make this miserable. And it's probably the best formula to make less. Um, number three is going to be making your goal too small. So if, if, you, if you listen to me in the last episode and, and now about why setting crystal clear goals is super important, then when you do that, you know, you're going to have red three Hagway, you know, three year, highly audacious goal. You're going to have red traction. You're going to have red rocket fuel and you're going to set these rocks. And when you do set these rocks, you know what happens? You, you now have something to benchmark all of the BS that comes your way and not BS. A lot of it's from friends, but like, you now have something to say, you know, hell yeah or no to when it comes your way. And you know what happens? It's, it's like magic. You start absolutely freaking crushing all of your goals rapidly it'll blow you away how rapidly these goals will start falling like dominoes so what happens is if you set goals too small you crush your goals so fast because you have a bench you're benchmarking them and and now you're left 
you know, you started the year right. You, you think you did. You set some goals. You, you said, hell yes, hell yeah or no. But now you're left wandering in March because you smashed all your goals for that year. And it's kind of like you have no goals for the year. So you have no like guiding light. So the, the side effect of hell yeah or no and setting clear goals and rocks to hit those goals is that you actually hit your freaking goals. So do not set small goals. Uh, number four is overcomplicating your goals um, or, or like overcomplicating your goals for the year. I, this is a difficult one. Um, I, I used to be on the opposite spectrum of this. I'm going to say four or five years ago. And it was, I had like 50 goals. I was going to radically improve my Spanish, which by the way, you know, Wizards of Ecom Spanish. The only reason I don't go over there is because my Spanish is not so good looking, right? But it was improve my Spanish to the point that I could fluently and without thinking too long speak Spanish over in the other podcast and 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 at home better with my kids. Um, I was also going to learn Mandarin and, and I was going to learn how to play the guitar. I was also going to, you know, dust off my Dungeons and Dragons stuff and have some game nights. I was going to cycle. I was going to, you know, train for a tri- for a mini triathlon. I was going to do all these different things. And they just, they, they, it was just too much. So it was way too complicated. And then my way of going to go hit each of those goals was either, oh, I don't have time to really focus on that. I'm just going to like do it. So there was no rocks or the rocks were so convoluted that there was no way somebody could follow them or ever, you know, understand if you were on track or not. So keep it simple. And what I found is that, because it's different for everyone, I found that the sweet spot is keeping your, your goal types or your goal areas, keep them in the single digits, preferably around the, the three to five range, single digits of like different goal areas you have for the year. Um, I, I have had some situations where you go as, as high as like seven or eight, I guess you could say nine, nine seems like too much, but keep them in the single digits for the year, or you probably have too many and they're too complicated. Um, next one, uh, I don't remember what is this number? This would be number five is keeping your goal to yourself. Uh, this is a hard one. I, I I've been burned pretty bad by this and I wish someone would have told me when I first started, you know, that in this world, you have firefighters and fire starters. And that does not mean that these people are good people or bad people. They're just, it, it's a type of person that there is. And if you're an entrepreneur and you're an Amazon seller and you're just growing this business and doing this crazy thing that we do, you are a, probably a fire starter because you do have people that are scaling it and also like to put other people's fire on. The fire here is that desire, that drive, the, the creative thinking to grow a brand on Amazon. And a lot of the times we have our loved ones around us who are firefighters. They put out your fires and it's not that they're doing it out of malice. It's more of like, they're giving you the best advice they can. And they're just concerned for you. However, being an entrepreneur usually evokes this image of like this fully armored, you know, badass that no one can do anything to. And, you know, tough and, can handle any pressures. But in reality, the majority of entrepreneurs are pretty fragile. Like you have this fragile idea. You're not sure you're trying to figure it out. And it doesn't take much to get you doubting yourself and to get in your head. And when that happens, it's, it's game over. So you have to be very, very, very careful as to, you know, first identify, be able to identify, is this a firefighter or is this a fire starter in my life? 
It doesn't mean like if your grandmother or your wife is a, is a firefighter that you get them out of your life. It just means you don't share certain goals with them. Hopefully you've picked the right spouse. And I think that's just, I mean, I'm not qualified to give marriage advice, but like if I was, it would be you pick a spouse that is a fire starter and not a firefighter. Um, but it's good. It's good. You know, whatever your goal is to share it with your significant other, your wife, your husband. Um, if you have like a single proven friend and I, I, uh, there's been times where I've had, you know, multiple and I, I find that multiple doesn't work. It's good to pick one, have one proven single friend, not not friends. I mean that you share your goals with, um, but have one of your friends of your proven friends, have one of them be the one you share your proven goals to try, try to limit it to that. So identify who are the firefighters and fire starters in your life, share it with your significant other, and then maybe find a, like a proven single friend who's like your ride or die friend that you can share this with. Number six is going to be um, quitting when it gets too hard. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Like running, running the, the wizards of Ecom meetup group. Now we're working on our ninth year uh, and over 1500 events. I have met a lot of people and the majority come through and you know, there's a season for everybody and some are rather quick and some stay for a few years. And, um, but because I put on these events and because I'm, you know, completely transparent, with like what I do, a lot of people trust me and, and will share different parts of their business. Whereas they probably wouldn't share them with others. Uh, or maybe they've identified me as like a fire starter. And I'll, I'll see somebody who's like, Oh, you know, I, 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 you know, I couldn't send my products into F straight into FBA from China because of inventory limits. This is too complicated. I'm just not, I'm going to, I'm going to stop. So this person found a banger product, got the capital in line, figured everything out on how to, how to launch this product. And then since they couldn't just send it straight to FBA, it just became too difficult for them and they were going to walk away. So like, this is a really hard business. It is always going to be hard. When it stops being hard, something is very wrong. You know, you know when it stops being hard, you'll also notice something else. We'll probably be talking more about non-Amazon than we do Amazon. Um, but it, it's always going to be hard. If, if, you, if you, in this goal setting, again, going back to number one and why I have it up there, if you set, if you chose audacious goals and you built those rocks and you can remind yourself of them during the hard times when it gets tough, because believe me, it's going to get tough. 15 years later of being a full-time Amazon seller, and I'm encountering, so it, get, it gets harder and harder. All right, so it's going to get tough. Don't quit. Uh, number seven, and I wanted to keep these two together, is uh, doing this on your own. So so selling on Amazon is extraordinarily lonely. Most e-commerce businesses, is it is extremely lonely to do. It's one of the major motivators as to why I started the Wizards of Ecom community, meetup community. Um, so that members could meet in person because just, being in a Facebook group and being able to meet other people in person is just, just t totally different animals. And you just get, you, you can just grow so much faster in person than you just can't do on social media. I love social media. I love Facebook groups, love all that, but it's, it's just not even, it's not even, it's apples and oranges compared to uh, a meetup and being able to meet in person. However, not only is there the ability to meet in person with our meetups, but you also can stay connected via telegram or social media between those events you make real relationships, you meet up for coffee, you have breakfast, you do all these other things. So I, I highly recommend you do not attempt to do this on your own. 
Uh, first of all, there's no reason to do it anymore. When I started, there just wasn't any communities. There was no easy way to connect. But if I could go all over and do it again, you know, that those first like eight years, I would not have done them on my own. 100% no. Um, don't do it on, there's no reason for you to do it on your own. Join Wizards of Ecom. I mean, we got chapters in, in, in Miami, Orlando, Tampa, uh, Orange County, San Diego, Los Angeles, like join one of them. If you're not near any of them, so you live like in Colorado or, or Utah, join us virtually. You know, the majority of our, of our meetups are actually streamed and it's very inclusive. So any questions you have, like you're going to make friends uh, with people that are actually doing it and that are on the same mission as you. So highly, highly recommend uh, not attempting to do this on your own. If you are, just things are moving so fast nowadays. I, I think it's a recipe for failure in 2024. Uh, number eight is keeping up with the Joneses. So um, this is hard. Like this is something I still struggle with to this day. I'm going on three weeks now that I have eliminated all social media from my mobile phone. And obviously part of my work is social media. Um, but But even that excuse that I was giving we'll have somebody that does social media on the team. I did not need to be on it anywhere near as much as I was. And it was, it was an alarming amount. Um, and I just was leaving social media feeling bad. I wasn't feeling good. How about that? I felt not as good when I got off, you know, seeing, seeing people for me, I'll just give you a raw one, like getting on there and seeing somebody who just started six months ago show, you know, it's an exaggeration a year ago. And they're literally on the beach looking totally relaxed, right? Because that's how we take our pictures, totally relaxed, you know, family all around us in love, beautiful sunset. And the person's talking about how they, you know, how they made a bazillion dollars on Amazon just by picking the right product. And it's like a watermelon slicer that we all know you're not going to make any money off of. And at the end of it, there's like a, you know, you, you, he can teach you to do this too for $2,600 on a course. And I'm just like, man, you know, I, I know this is a scam, but I could create a course. Like I could, I could totally create a course and it wouldn't be a scam. It would be legit. And I wouldn't even need to sell it for $2,600. And in my network, I was like, man, maybe I'd be able to spend more time with my family. You know, maybe I should take advantage of all these exits and stop grinding as hard. It, it really just gets in my head. And like I said before, like, you know, you, you gotta be careful who you surround yourself with firefighters or fire starters and the energy you surround yourself with as well is, 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 is super important. So we we've heard the saying you are what you eat, but I think when it comes to social media or it comes to digital, we don't realize that it's also, we are what we consume. So for some people it might be gambling or sports or porn or, or like whatever, or social media, like whatever this thing is, you are consuming it and it has an effect on your body on your mind and social media for me just wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't in the plus column anymore. So I removed it from my phone. I had a few days of total panic. And now if I need to access it, I go on the computer and I probably access it like five minutes a day now versus, you know, two plus hours a day. But one of the things I've been doing for years and I, I do like an audit of myself um, at least quarterly on this is, um, I, I, I implement a very strict content diet and I, I forget where I first heard this term. I definitely didn't make it up, but it's since I know we are what we consume, let me just block out everything except what I want. Let me just be deliberate in what I consume. And that has just helped me a ton. 
Um, you know, I, I don't want to see screenshots of sales. I, I don't want to see it. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what it took for you to get there. Um, you know, I, I want to stay focused on my goals. Uh, so like seeing those things taps into the competitive side of me and it gets me thinking like, man, when, when I've been selling for a year, I hadn't made that amount. It took me six years. And then I start thinking, well, maybe that just means I'm really not as good. Maybe I was just early to the game, but I really don't know my stuff. And, and you just, you just start this like really nasty spiral and it is not good for your business or personal life. So keeping up with the Joneses, be very careful of it this year with everything going on with the explosion of online communities. I think if you're in all of these communities, cause you just don't want to miss anything, you're going to miss everything. Um, let me say that again. So if you're in all these communities, so you, cause you don't want to miss anything, you are going to miss everything and it is going to be your failure. So use the mute button, the unfollow button, the block options, use them a lot, right? Uh, a shocker last one on this. And I don't want to beat this into the ground, but I, I just, I'm that passionate about it is, uh, someone in the meetup group wanted to do retail arbitrage and they're like, what app should I use? Now it's been a bazillion years since I've ever done retail arbitrage. So I just went on YouTube and I was hit and this is just a scanner app and there's a free one on your Amazon seller app. But like, this is just to find a seller app to scan random products in the store. Like couldn't be that hard, right? There was like 12 options. I was completely overwhelmed. So versus joining one community that focuses on that specific subject and, and using the app they use, it, it lets you get started faster. So keeping up with the Joneses, avoid it. Number nine is I'm going to call it just growing on TikTok, right? Like I, I wrote a little prompt on this one because I, I, I needed to, to stay focused for it, but I, I'm thinking of it as like growing on TikTok. And, and this has nothing to do with TikTok, by the way. Uh, I'm not anti-TikTok. I'm, I'm very excited with some of the stuff that's happening on TikTok. Um, I think it's a little early, by the way, for everyone to get this excited, but there's enough there to, to, to see what e-commerce is going to look like in a few years. So I'm, I'm very excited about it. So this is an anti-TikTok, but I call it growing on TikTok. And what this, it's a figure of speech. And what it means is, you know, somebody's selling on Amazon and they got their second sale. They're like, you know what? I need, I, I need to start social media. And they go out and they get Twitter and they get Instagram and they get Facebook and they start figuring out what to post. And they realize, oh my God, you got to post different stuff on different things. And Twitter is more like these threads. And, and, and they go out there and they just start spending a couple hours a day on these social medias. I call it growing on TikTok. And it's like, no, 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 no. That, that, is, that is too much. You don't, you don't need a TikTok right now. You need to focus on your Amazon business. You need to focus on what's making you money. And, and this year is even more important than others. So growing on TikTok here is just a figure of speech. What I mean is, is this expansion into like, don't say, okay, in 2024, I'm going to expand internationally. I'm going to sell everywhere where Amazon has an international platform, maybe not UAE, but I'm going to do Canada, Mexico, UK, Germany, Japan, Australia. And, and then I'm going to go on Walmart. Uh, I'm going to add eBay because I see people reselling my stuff on eBay. And then I'm going to start Shopify because I, I got to own my own list, right? That is too fast. Like that is a recipe for disaster. I do almost all those things, but I've dripped them out over 15 years. And I'm not even on every international place that Amazon has a, has a platform. Like I don't even know what they are anymore. I used to be able to recite them all, but there's just so many now. So don't grow a TikTok account. Like just because you have a business and you think you should like be very focused on what your goals are. If you say, if I ask you, are you going to open up a TikTok account this year? You say either hell yeah or no. 
And your hell yeah would be based on, oh my God, yes, this is clear. Having a TikTok is going to help me hit my goals. If not, it is hell no. All right. So last one, number 10 is worrying about the competition. Now, I, I know this is, let, let me, let me explain this. This is probably really hard to wrap your head around. It's like, again, like we're selling on Amazon, you know, or anywhere online you have competition, but on Amazon specifically is it is your competition. Like that's what it's all about. It's very, it's very me or you uh, dog eat dog. So what, what I mean by this is again, be clear on your goals. Don't like I, I discovered a few years back that position five for search terms, you know, if I come up on search and I'm in position five or position six, I make considerably, and I mean considerably more profit at position five than I do position one. Not, not to mention I sleep a whole heck of a lot better, but don't, don't look at your competitors and try to match what they're doing. You don't have enough information to do this. Like you have no idea if they're not even following their numbers and you're trying to match them on price and page in page position, excuse me, and they're running at losses. Focus on your goal and the profits that you need to make and then build your rocks out and make sure your PPC is in line with it. Your social strategies are in line with it and everything else should be stepping stones to help you hit the goal that you set. So quick recap you need to have a clear crystal goal you you need to make sure that your goal is not gross sales focused remember revenues are vanity and profits are sanity don't overcomplicate your goals keep your goals to yourself um don't quit when it gets too hard i'm trying to do this off memory um doing this on your own don't join the wizards of ecom community stop trying to keep up with the joneses don't grow a TikTok or, or expand too fast. And what was the last one? This should be the easiest one, which is worrying about the competition. Don't don't sweat the competition. Focus on you. Do you. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a it's it's, it's a different spin on goals that I've been inspired to do for a little bit. And I look forward to talking to you.